Welcome to Two Guys, A Girl, and a Podcast. We're talking about a the Marvel TV series called Loki. We're on episode three, Lamentis. I am Ken. Jeff. Julia. Third episode, Loki follows female Loki through a portal, and they wind up on Lamentis, which is another apocalyptic world. And um, they have to get off the planet. They the uh, little device they have is needs to be charged, so they have to find a way to charge it um, before the giant moon crashes into this planet. So they're going to go off and look for a way to charge the device. And um, they're not I have too to successful. Well, I have to say, this episode had, I love the visuals. Uh, some good special effects throughout the whole thing when they're walking. They're in a quarry, or it looks like they're in quarries and stuff like that, which reminded me of Doctor Who a little bit. Um, I love how um, the effects of the meteors and everything. At one point, we see a really big one just slowly coming down and crashing. Uh, otherwise, it's all the small ones. Um so that's the backdrop for the whole story. And the whole episode, for the most part, is just kind of boring because they're just sitting there talking the whole time, you know. But it was my favorite of the season so far. Really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I don't know. It's just um, obviously female Loki. Uh, does, she, does, does she have a name? Sylvie. Oh, Sylvie. Who is potentially the Enchantress, which is a... The second uh, Enchantress. What does that mean? There's two of them. Okay. Uh, I think she's supposed to be the incarnation of the Enchantress. Yeah, I think so, too. And Enchantress is a female... Is a uh, Asgardian, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So I I don't know that other than the fact that I did some research and I found out, but... So um, Sylvie um, is appears to have a plan to um, get to the timekeepers. She's interrogating one of the agent that she kidnaps by uh, tricking her into thinking that they're friends and manipulating her mind. And. Um, yeah, so we get more story from her, and Loki, I think, is also kind of thinking that, too, of possibly getting to the timekeepers uh, to... Um, it does not, yeah, it does not, they never really explain it. Mm. But both of them seem to be teamed up with each other a little bit. Um, uh, out of necessity, really. Well, yeah, that's true. Um, I didn't write that many notes about this episode, which is odd because usually I'm doing three, four, five pages, and now I just got wrapped up in the story. Um, I just kind of love the visuals of the whole thing, especially at the end when they were in that city, and they did a kind of like a one take moment where the city is basically getting demolished and everyone's running around, and you know it's a world that looks like Blade Runner. 
uh, a little bit, you know, with all the neon lights and everything. And they did a, you know, I don't think it was a true one take because there was a lot of changes and stuff like that, but of everything. And then, of course, the um, they're trying to get to that space, the, the shuttle that's leaving, and uh, the shuttle supposedly doesn't make it. And they say, well, let's get on board, and then hopefully we can get it to, to get off of here because the the device that they're trying to get to, 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 they're trying to charge up ends up breaking so of course they don't make it and so they're stuck on the planet and supposedly that's the what's going to happen is next you know next episode the moon is going to crash into the planet unless they can get off of there so um but they're trying to find that shuttle the ark or whatever they call it so there's a, a scene where they go to um a woman's trailer or whatever and they get shot i like how loki uh sees a picture of her husband and imitates the husband and i don't know if anyone thought that would work but of course he's at the door going hi honey and of course he, he blasts. never said anything that nice yeah <laughs> and plus he would probably be dead too right you know so i don't know but so that I thought that was kind of funny. It was good scene. I love the two the two of them together, uh, the the um, actors, Hiddleston and whoever the woman is. I should look it up. <laughs> uh, I like them together. They work off of each other. One, you know, well they get to the train. They have a plan to get on board and. They both have their own plan, so of course they both have to use their plan, and of course one doesn't work, and the other one kind of works, and they get on board, and and um, some other stuff happens there. I guess it's it, very. I guess for some. I guess Julia, you're thinking it's a boring episode. No, I mean I just it didn't hold my attention that that. Mm. Um, you know, there were some scenes that I liked. I liked when they were both talking about their childhoods and, so, and you know, when they were on the train. Um, but I don't know. Something about it was just a little lacking for me. Yeah, when they're on the train, they're, they're, um, they're talking about their families and stuff. And there's a, you know, it's hard to tell if they're lying or not. And, and you know, he, he talks about, you know, how he was adopted he was he's really from the ice people or whatever and you know so he kind of opens up a little bit to her she opens up to him a little bit maybe um but there's a great scene where she falls asleep and he she wakes up and he's singing <laughs> song this whole train thing was kind of it's upsetting because obviously there's a whole bunch of people trying to get on the train and they're only letting people that were rich on the train and so, and when you went into the train, there was plenty of space for more people, but they let them all leave, left them all behind because the rich people were there drinking their alcohol or whatever and mm-hmm. cruising along. And of course, Loki and Enchantress or Sylvie, they don't care. They they left the people behind. I mean, they they at one point I think he mentioned something, but they, 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 these people were destined. Everyone was destined to die from this planet. But they're not trying to save them. Like, they're not heroes. Loki's not a hero. Um, Sylvie's, they're just like, we got to get off this planet, obviously. And um, 
it's kind of, you know, you imagine anyone else in this situation, the hero or something like that, go, we got to do something, you know, get these people on board to train or whatever, but they just don't care. Mm -hmm. It's not even talked about. They just sit down and they do their drinking and they, you know. Carry on as normal. Yeah. Uh, they go into a lot of detail about how to control minds and stuff like that, which I, um, Loki has done before, but um, they go into a lot of depth of how Sylvie does it, so it's got to be something that's got to come up. They they also reveal that um, the variants or the um, the the TVA agents are variants. Yes, they all are variants. And they yeah, that was that was an interesting reveal. Something that I'm sure is going to affect the next episodes. Yeah. Because they were, uh, Loki was told, and the TBA agents believe that they were created by the timekeepers. But they yeah. weren't. Yeah, it's possible that the, the one that's in charge might might be the, the you know, so yeah, um, that's a big reveal. So that means Mobius is a variant, probably from the 90s. That's why he keeps looking at things about jet skis. Yep. Yeah, that would make sense. And maybe uh, that other guy who says, um, I've never seen a fish before. Maybe we're going to, his person used to fish all the time or something. <laughs> but mm -hmm. anyways, um, yes, yeah, so that's a big reveal. Um, so obviously the variants, um, there might be a revolution that might happen or something. Uh, uh, the time agents are definitely going to get, the timekeepers are going to get involved in this somehow, I think. And, uh, it's all wrapped together. They have three episodes to wrap, wrap it all up. But yeah, um, and we talked about this before. I don't know if they don't have to wrap it up because this is one of those shows that could potentially go on to a second and third season. Mm -hmm. um, so I'll be curious to see where it, where it gets left off. If there's like a big you know, but right now we have the, uh, even though we have all the, um, what do they call the, the branch off that happened in the last episode, we don't really run into that because it's just the two of them. So we haven't seen anything that's going on since um, Sylvie ignited the, those charges. And she says to Loki, I've been working on this plan for a long, long time, you know, so. Um, I did, I mean, the whole scene where they're trying to get on the, ship uh the arc gave me hmm. the vibes of the of that doctor who episode with um with the master oh, okay and, yeah 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 you totally by what's his name jacoby derek jacoby derek jacoby utopia utopia that's it yeah that's true you're right um but I, I guess I'm a visual. I like the visuals. I like the the whole stuff at the end. Um, the guards that were go kind of going after them, and they end up um, kicking them off the train, literally. I, well, I, I did laugh at the guards wearing knitted uniforms. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but no, uniforms <laughs> no. were were knitted. Oh, <laughs> it was yarn. I, I was more focused on their helmets, but. Uh... I said they didn't go into too much detail on what lament this is. I guess there's things online they're saying that these are people from um it's from the colony or whatever from 
the um, the people that were in Guardians of the Galaxy? What, what's that planet that they um, um, that they ended up defending in Guardians of the Galaxy? The um, oh. that we find out are, are destroyed later on. The planet, well, whatever, but um, that could be the same people or a colony from that planet or something from that whatever. Mm. Um, the guards' names are Hudson and Hicks. <laughs> from uh, taken from Aliens. Oh. Uh, that. No, I, I don't know if they said their name. I guess it's in the credits or something, but. Oh. Um. Enchantress. They were saying, "What was this now?" Enchantress. Oh, she had a relationship with a postman. Yeah. And um. And Loki. Yeah, Loki alludes to the fact that he's had some partial relationships or whatever, and I don't know if he's alluding to the fact that he has a love relationship with Thor. Mm. Um, I don't know if that was um, just thrown in there or whatever. Uh, I guess. Some people online are saying Enchantress, Postman, it's got to be Stan Lee with the FedEx guy from uh, um, that movie where he oh. comes in. and I'm looking for Tony Stank. Tony Stank? Is Tony Stank here? But It's right here. Tony Stank right here. That was uh, Civil War. Civil War. But um, I know it's silly, but the Stan Lee cameos also – have him at one point in an astronaut suit talking to the um, who are those Watchers. guys the watchers saying and that, there was that one time where I was a postman and so it sounds like they're basically explaining that Stan Lee's appearances in every single Marvel film are him like almost being like a, a agent of the watchers or something or he could be the a watcher but I guess the Enchantress might have had a relationship with a, with a Watcher in the uh, comic book or something. I don't know. So that's I a. I think it's a stretch, but I think it's just a little bit of a of a tie-in there or whatever. Um, and that's too bad that we're not going to get any more Stanley cameos. Those yeah. are those are gone. Um, I guess the songs that were played at the beginning and end of this episode, I didn't go too much into it. Um, one is called Dark Moon, and there's one called Deep Blue. And I guess a lot of the lyrics are kind of related to what was happening on screen through this episode. Um, you know, Dark Moon, um, there was a moon crashing on the planet, and, and earlier in the, in, in the restaurant when they were listening to the music, it was... Um, there was Human. connections, yeah. Easter eggs, and I didn't I didn't write them down. But you know, anyone who wants to go back and listen to the song, probably there's stuff about. Um, you Released know. in 1957, Dark Moon. Oh, okay. Hmm. And Deep Blue by Lady Tron or whatever. That's got to be a more recent song. So yeah, there's just a couple little Easter egg songs there. The end credits include the Enchantress now that she's been revealed. That's what the show's always been doing. Every time they have those end credits, they always change the end credits to include characters that they're finally. Re- so they uh, actually said the Enchantress in the end credits. I don't. I don't know about that. I don't think so. Probably Sylvia, but I, I keep calling. I just said Enchantress, but we see pictures of her. In other words, 
in the end credits as opposed to when we didn't because obviously right. now that we know she's there she's one of the main stars and so she's you know i'm just mentioning that because they did that in the falcon with the falcon and winter soldier as well they as characters were introduced they, ha they add them in the end credits during those those pictures and all the uh things that they show they kind of did the same thing in this too i think they do it on all three of them so far they have that first batch of end credits and then they have the the full end credits which i barely i rarely watch but they show a lot of pictures of like files and redacted files from winter soldier and then then wandavision they showed old televisions and then this one they show the technology from the tva and then pictures black and white pictures of sylvie and so it's kind of neat how they the end credits are always the longer the, they change what's the first part of the end credits they change what it looks like they add some stuff and they hide people's names and then they put them in and stuff like that so not that i'm going to go back and start watching all those again but the only reason i might watch them is just see if there's a mid-season a mid a mid credit um Scene. scene or anything which there hasn't been there hasn't been yet of course i rely on jeff to text me to tell me that otherwise i'll just uh <laughs> i'll let him sit through the uh five minute end credit crawl before to tell me whether or not there's something at the end that i have to wait for Oh, I, I just drag the bar across and uh, oh yeah yeah watch <laughs> yeah i don't do that because once it goes it says Filmed in Georgia, the credits are over. Well, they have credits after that, though. Yeah, they, and then it goes into a little box. Once it goes into the little box. Oh, uh, well, you can select the box to have it go back full screen again. Yeah, but if it doesn't go into that little box, that mean that tells you there's a scene at the end. Okay. Yeah. So, but I don't even bother. I just Jeff tells me whether or not there is or not. So if I say that. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, could. you say, could. You could. Yeah. I could just make you sit to the credits for nothing. You could, or you could not tell me and then talk about it during the podcast, and I'll sound like an idiot. Or so. Yeah, I don't have to do much. To, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of like this episode. The first two I thought were didn't seem to. Well, I guess this one doesn't go anywhere either. No, they're just walking through a quarry. Yeah. But it's uh, more backstory for the for Sylvie. Yeah. More than anything. I, I just enjoyed their... their uh, there's a lot of talking in this series, I guess. The chemistry is pretty good. Yeah. They bounce I, off I, each other pretty well. Yeah. And, and I think uh, Tom Hillison and Owen Wilson are really good with each other, too. So, um, you know, this is not action-packed. I mean, there was a little bit of action in it, but... Um, but yeah. yeah, I mean, it's two people walking and arguing. Mm. I think one of the things is Loki's always been, even though he's he's a bad guy, he, there's a level of humor when he's on screen. And I don't think he's been as humorous as he's been in some of the movies, especially like in Ragnarok. I guess everyone was humorous in Ragnarok, but... Um, and so maybe I'm missing out on that a little bit. I feel like every time, you know, come on, say something funny. And he does. He you know, he has moments and stuff. But um, I haven't been, like, 
and it's probably not that type of show where we're laughing the whole time, you know. Well, no. It's, it's not, but so. But yeah, for some reason, I didn't write that many notes. There wasn't much. There wasn't much to write down because yeah. they were in a quarry. Yeah. But I enjoyed it because I, I felt um, I got wrapped up in it. I, I just kind of put my paper down and I said, you know what, I'm, I'm just enjoying this as it is. But um, but yeah, we've had three episodes that basically have told, have sort of given us hints. Uh, we know a little bit about this and this and this, how what her powers are, which I think are important, the TVA. So everything's sort of building, building. Okay, we got it. So now what? You know, first off, they have to get off this planet. My guess is the TVA probably come get them. Yeah, I'm thinking we're gonna see Mobius show up and say, "There you guys are," because Loki had told them that they that the the variant had, was hiding in the um, apocalypse. Apocalypse. So he's gonna check all the apocalypses. And this is one of them. So, um, so that's probably what's gonna happen. And then they're probably gonna talk to the to Mobius about how things are, um, you know, that that something's up with the TVA, and I think the big bad is going to be the TVA. I think we're going to, or the, not the TVA, but the uh, time. Yes. Time keepers. Keepers, yeah. So I think that'll be the next couple of episodes. So I was just reading some reviews for the for Lamentis, and a lot of them are saying it. Felt the episode had similarities to Doctor Who. Yeah, well, like you mentioned with Utopia, that's that's there's a lot of that, I guess. Now I didn't even think of that, but now all I could think of is the quarries and the locations and stuff, and it's like, yeah, that reminded me a little bit. But yeah, definitely Utopia. Is that what they said specifically? Or they didn't say Utopia. They just said it had a Whovian feel to it. Okay. It also was like a little bit like um, Snowpiercer with the train because the rich people were on the train and the train, you know, a little bit. It's a movie and a TV series. Snowpiercer. So. Yeah, I guess not much to talk about. No. It was, uh, we're getting ready. We're, come on, bring on the next episode. I'm getting an, an, a little anxious. Um, a little anxious here. I want to see what's going on. Yes, so do I. Or I want to see it progress, I guess. What's going to happen next? I like this one because it has a lot less characters. You know, with WandaVision, we yeah. had a bunch of characters, and in Falcon and Winter Soldier, we have a, you know, we had even more characters. Well, we had a lot of characters in both of those. This one's, you know, we have two in this episode, basically, that are important. And then in the TVA, we have two or three. And that's it. How many characters? Five so far of, like, main characters? You know, we have that one guard that walks by and tries to keep an eye on uh, Loki and Owen Wilson. and But there's not that many. And no, so it's not. they're focusing on these, you know, we're getting a lot of character development from these characters. Which is unusual. You don't, you know, these a lot of these. Both so, both series so far have had 
a lot more characters. And WandaVision had the two kids, had Agatha, had, um, you know, Wanda's brother. Um, and then, of course, everyone on the outside. And then, right. let me see. Yeah, so this is a um, little bit different, which I'm, I'm glad they're doing. You know, not all the Marvel TV series have to be all the same. Obviously, the next one's going to be a lot different. So it's kind of good to see. I thought when I saw the trailer for this, I thought it was going to be, and maybe they tricked us a little bit. The trailer kind of—it felt like to me it was going to be a, like a, a romp through time or realities as Loki bounces from reality to reality and meets up with himself and and just you know I think I mentioned that in the first podcast. I said this is going to be pretty fun because he's going to go to a, a place where he's in charge of something and he's going to be like fighting himself and then he's going to go to another one, maybe the next episode. And it's just going to be crazy. And it's not, it's all been like him basically working for the TVA. And now he's on Lamentus with one of his, the variants supposedly, or, or what he thinks is a variant and or himself. And that's it. There hasn't been a lot of bouncing around. It hasn't been crazy. It's just been very um, somber and kind of different, which is good. But, you know, I don't know. We'll have to see. Maybe uh, maybe I would have preferred uh, more crazy stuff. You know, a lot of it was just flashbacks, like when he was um, D.B. Cooper, Cooper and stuff like that. And um, so yeah. I don't know what you guys think if it's. I guess that'll be a judgment call on the last one if we decided we liked it overall or not. Exactly. Anything else about this one? Mm -mm. No. Okay, thanks for listening.